I'm the Urban Foster Dad. And I want to talk about a story that just recently happened with my own son. I came home from work one day and I could smell the faint smell of cannabis, marijuana, 420, whatever you want to call it. And I asked my son, I was like, you know, have you been smoking marijuana? I was like, because I can smell it. You know, he's 17. And of course he said no. And then he asked me, how did I feel about it? And I told him, it's something that I don't want you doing. You can't live in my home and smoke weed. Not to mention, smoking weed leads to other things. It may lead to you having an issue with alcohol. It may lead to you having an issue with pills. So I was like, you know, 50% sure that he had done something, but the smell was faint. But the marijuana that they're um, growing now, that weed, that smell is so unique. I can smell it really a mile away. So fast forward to two weeks ago. He had kind of already done something and I had kind of put him on restriction from driving his car. This is his last year in high school. So he asked me, could he go out and hang out with some friends? They were going to a football game and then they were going to come home. So I said, sure. So I have a camera outside my door. And when he came home after, I mean, after the friends dropped him off, it was around 10 o'clock at night. I noticed he ran to his car and put something in the trunk of his car. And then he came into the house. So I thought to myself, well, that was weird. You know, what is it that he would, you know, put in the back in the trunk of his car? It, It must be something he didn't want me to see. So this was around, like I said, 10 o'clock at night. And what I was thinking, because he was up to probably about 1 o'clock in the morning, I was thinking, well, whatever it is, he's probably going to try to run out there and um, retrieve it and bring it into the home. And I do have a camera on my side door. So anytime someone goes out that side door, it sends an alert to my phone. So I noticed he did not go outside to his car at all. So the next morning when I woke up, I went out. To the trunk of his car. And when I opened the trunk of the car, the strong smell of marijuana came through. And um, then I'm sorry, the strong smell of marijuana, you know, when I opened up the trunk, kind of like hit me in the face. And it was a jacket that he had on because he knew that that jacket was smelling like marijuana. So he put it in the trunk of his car. And I went into his pocket and I saw a a black and mild wrapper. So I brought it into the house. I didn't say anything to him. I took the jacket, the wrapper, and I put it into his bathroom because I wanted him to know 
that I had, you know, I knew what was going on. So I kind of like left the home and I, um, he called me and he was like, oh, I got to go to work today. Am I allowed to drive my car? See the, am I allowed to drive my car to work was, oh, I know I'm in trouble because now I found my jacket in my bathroom. So, you know, you knew you kind of dad knows that I've been smoking weed or whatever. So when I came home, I asked him, where did he smoke the weed at? And he said it was at one of his friend's house. They were out in their garage. Um, of course, my son is on restriction. I told him, you know, shortly, you know, he'll be 18 soon. I told him that doesn't mean anything to me. If you want to smoke weed or do anything like that, you can't do it in my home. As long as you live in my home, they're going to be my rules. I told him, I don't care if you're 30 and you live in my home. I'm going to always have house rules that you're going to have to abide by. That's just it. So it got me to thinking, who is the parent that own that home that you will allow your kid to smoke weed in your garage? And then he can just walk in the house and come on past you and go upstairs to this bedroom and go to sleep. The problem that we have, and this is why parents are so important, is too many people are allowing their kids to do whatever they want to do. So the parents that are handling their business, like me, it makes my kid think that not allowing him to do what he wants to do is not normal. Because we have so many parents out there allowing their kids to do whatever the hell they want to do. I'm serious. It, it, I, I'm, I'm almost to the point that we, I've, I've said it before, we're going to have to start charging parents for what their kids are doing. And I don't care if everybody else is smoking weed. I don't care if you, you guys are minors. There's a reason why we don't let 10-year-olds drive cars. There's a reason why we don't allow minors to drink alcohol until they're 21. There's always a reason for that. And those parents out there allowing their kids to do whatever the hell they want to do, it's messing it up for the rest of us. I told my son, I said, son, you think the cool kids are the ones that's out there doing whatever the hell they want to do. They can stay out all night. Their parents don't have or don't put a curfew on them. I said, let me tell you something. The kids that, are, that, that like to study, the kids that are at school who don't care about having the designer clothes on. I said, today, you may think that they're not the cool kids. I said, but fast forward 20 years from now, and they are the doctors, the lawyers, the politicians, and you, the, the, the friends that you think are cool, a lot of them going to be on drugs. They're going to be in jail. They're going to have 10 kids they're not going to be taken care of. And I will not allow that to be you on my watch. And I'm here to tell you, to all the fathers out there, 
He needs me here every day. And think about it. If I was the type of parent that, you know, what's in the street was more important than my kid, he would be walking up in the house smoking weed and doing whatever the hell he want to do. You're not going to do it in my home. And I say to the parents out there, if you have to, you know, get on your kid every day, get on them every day. Because what I don't want to happen is for the police to knock on my door and say, oh, he's locked up or he's dead. You need to learn how to parent and love your kids at the same time. I gave him a hug this morning. I gave him, I tell him I, lo- I love you. The things I do, the reason why you have, you know, you're restricted in doing certain things is because I love you. And I want the best for you. And I'm telling you today, the single mothers that are out there raising their kids today are totally different from the single mothers of the 70s. Because the single mothers of the 70s, everybody on that block A lot of single mothers lived on my block, but every mother and the few fathers we did have on that block, everybody raised everybody's kids. And the guy across the street could tell me, shut up. What are you to, you know, what are you saying? Who are you talking to? Watch your mouth. And I would say to him, yes, sir. You try that today with one of these kids. And let me go out there and say something to one of the kids. They said, who the hell are you talking to? You ain't my mama. You ain't my daddy. The problem is we will never get back to what we used to have. A whole community of people raising our kids. And it has nothing to do with race. Because I have taken in white kids into my home as a foster parent. And those kids have come from single mother homes. Because what's happening is mom is too busy trying to be friends to their kids. And then when Bobby or Karen or whatever her name is gets to be 13, 14, 15, she wants to hang out in the streets with her boyfriend or Bobby wants to hang with his friends or whatever. They're going to be influenced by those kids. And if those kids are living in homes where there are no rules... When your kid goes over to their house, they're not going to have any rules. Because guess what? In the late 70s and early 80s, when I went to my friend's home, I had the same rules at their house that I had in mine. And now we're living in a world where that's not happening. Stop allowing your kids to go hang out with any and everybody they want to. No, my son, can I go spend the night? I don't know them people. You cannot stay over there. He called me one night. Dad, it's a party. Can I stay out till 12? I said, sure, you can stay out till 12. Because, I mean, like I said, he's 17. You stay out till 12, but come on home after that. Then he called me back because, see, he don't think that I got enough sense to figure out what's going on. Can I spend the night at my friend's house? His mom says she will talk to you. You can talk to her and she'll say, you know, let you know what's going on. I said, no, sir, you come right on home. 
Because, see, I got enough sense to know. Whoever that trifling behind mama is that told you to call me and let me speak to her. See, that party ain't over at no 12 o'clock. But she going to allow her son to stay out till 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And guess who my son going to be hanging out there with? Him. So I said, no, sir. You can come right on home at 12 o'clock. I don't give a damn that them other people. Because I often tell my son the same thing you can do at 8 o'clock. You can do it at 1 o'clock in the morning. The only difference is it's going to probably be an issue behind it because you're going to be out there doing stuff you're not supposed to be doing. You might be riding in the car with somebody that's drinking and driving. I don't know. But something has to be done with people not parenting their kids. We see it on the news every day. How is it that your kid is 12 years old and he's out there, he done killed somebody at 12, you know, midnight? How is that possible when your kids should be at home in the bed? Something has got to be done. We have got to get back to what we used to have, where everybody in the community was taking care of the kids. I just can't imagine when I was 15 and my sister was 16 that my mother, who is 20 years older than us, 20 years older than my sister. I can't imagine a place where my mother and my sister is wearing the same clothing and they're taking pictures and competing against each other. That's what we are today. If you're a mother and your daughter is 16, you have lived your life, you have had your prime. That's for your daughter to enjoy. That's not for you to get on YouTube or TikTok or whatever and have your breasts hanging out and your butt hanging out. Trying to compete with the same men that your 16-year-old daughter is trying to compete for. Something has got to be done. We've got to do something. And like I told my son, if you want to do what you want to do, you'll be 18 I cannot stop you from moving out of here. But as long as you live under my roof, you're going to do whatever the hell I tell you to do. And I don't care. And I don't care what your other your friends are doing. I don't care if they're getting high. I don't care about them smoking weed or whatever. I don't care if it seems cool when you're at their house because that's how their parents roll. You're not doing it up in here. And guess what? He can only drive his car to work and back home. Don't ask me if you can go hang out with your friends because you can't. Because I don't know who they are and I can't trust them. And I can't trust their parents. Since he's been in high school, two of his friends spent the night at his over, at, over here at my home. Do you know I didn't get a phone call from a parent? Do you know they never called me to check to check on their kid to say, hey, how's my kid doing? Is he okay? I don't know who's going to be over there. Well, if you know, if it's just going to be you guys, he can stay over there. People don't care no more. 
And then you wonder how it was so easy for somebody to molest your daughter. You wonder how easy it was for somebody to molest your son. Because you let your kids go in it and everywhere. You let them stay with anybody. It doesn't matter. You don't know who the hell going to be over there. You don't know what the mental state of the parents or their, or their, their nephew or their uncle that they allow to come over. There are people praying on your kids every day. If your kid walks in the house and you, he smells like weed and he can walk right past you and you don't say nothing to him, then don't be surprised when the police call you and say, oh, we got him, he just committed murder. Don't be surprised when the police say, hey, we got him, don't worry about it. He just robbed the store, ran the street. Don't be surprised when they say, hey, your kid was just in a car accident, he killed two people, he was um, smoking weed, he was drunk. People, please parent your kids. Fathers, you need to be involved in your son's life. If you live on one side of town and you can go a week without talking to your son, you are a neglectful parent. If you live in another state, I just can't even understand how you could just get up and move. To another state knowing that your children are living some in another state. They're here in Virginia and you just get up and move to Maryland. Or you get up and move to California. You need to find a job with you made those kids. You need to find a job where your kids are. Yes, I get it. Not everybody, you know, that make kids, a couple that make kids going to stay together. But that does not relieve you of your responsibility. You still need to be there every day because all it takes is one day for your kid to be like, oh, hey, I can do what I want to do. Because if I'm telling you, if he could sneak up in this house and smell like weed or whatever, and I'm not saying anything to him, he'd be fine with it. But he needs guidance. And that's what I'm here for. And single mothers. If you can't raise a man, don't have a baby. Let your son go with his father. You got a lot of single mothers out there that think it's cute that I keep him away from his dad. Oh, he going to live here with me. But guess what? What happens when he's 16, 17, and you can't control him anymore? Because he's going to be too big for you to, you know, spank him or whatever. And he's going to tell you, I do what I want to do. Something has got to be done. Today I'm going off a little bit of a rant because I'm, I'm, just, I'm just baffled by how many people are allowing their kids to do whatever they want to do. That how many kids are allowing their children, daughters to, to smoke marijuana like it's, like they drinking soda. Marijuana is legal, but it's legal for adults. It's not legal for your 16-year-old, 17-year-old, 18-year-old. I'm the Urban Foster Dad. 
And remember to always parent from a place of love, strength, and understanding. You are listening to the Urban Foster Dad Podcast. All of our content will be true, raw, and uncut. Please ask questions, leave a comment, and subscribe so you won't miss an episode.